Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. predicted order of finish for both the East and the West on the diamond this season. Let's start guys in the Western division. Here's the tough thing about this. All seven of these teams in the West could make the postseason. There's actually a pretty good chance that that happens. 
And so when you look at this, somebody has to finish seventh, right? I mean, the team that finishes seventh in the West some seasons, guys, is a team that you could argue is good enough to go to the ACC or go to the Big Ten or go to the Pac-12 and maybe compete to win that conference, right? People love to talk about how deep the SEC is in, in football, and certainly it's great on the gridiron and basketball. It's getting much better. But what the SEC is on the diamond, what the SEC is in baseball is unlike anything else. The depth of this league is insane, and certainly you feel that in the SEC West. So, seventh in the West, I've got the Ole Miss Rebels. Love Mike Bianco. I like what Ole Miss did in the transfer portal. But again, somebody has to finish seventh. And right now, guys, I look at Ole Miss, so many unknowns. There's just so many unknowns when it comes to this Ole Miss club. I think they'll be able to swing it, right? Typically, Ole Miss can swing the sticks. I don't know what you're getting on the bump. We've already seen two big injuries to the Ole Miss pitching staff in the preseason. Ole Miss was one of the biggest disappointments last year, obviously after winning the national championship. And, you know, maybe that's one we should have seen coming because they lost so much from that national title team in 2022. And, I mean, that was a team, guys. Let's call it for what it is. They weren't very good throughout most of the year, got hot in the postseason, and the rest is history. But I look at this Ole Miss team. There's far more questions than there are answers. That's why I go with the Rebels seventh. Would it surprise me if they finished higher? It would not. And I think Mike Bianco is a great coach. That's a program with a proud history and tradition. And Ole Miss is used to and expects to win. I just don't know where the production comes from this year. It's a lot of moving pieces with these new transfer portal guys. Will it mesh together? We shall see. At number six, I've got the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm not a believer in Bama. I, I just, guys, you look at last year and the Bohannon situation and the craziness with the gambling, and I, I thought it was a great job by that core group of dudes to rally around each other and find a way to get the job done and put together a great season. Kudos to those guys. Kudos to Alabama. I think they're overrated in the preseason. I, I'm not buying the Alabama Crimson Tide. I like the pitching staff. They've got power arms on power arms on power arms. Brand new coaching staff, right? I don't think enough people are talking about that. It's a complete, or excuse me, complete coaching staff overhaul in Tuscaloosa. You know, you've got the coach over from Maryland who did a great job in the Big Ten. Maryland didn't lose a Big Ten series, I think, for like two whole seasons or something like that. But I'm just skeptical of Alabama, man. I, I don't really know what to expect when it comes to the Crimson Tide. I don't think people are making enough of the fact that this entire coaching staff has changed. There's so much change right now in Tuscaloosa. I'm not saying Bama's going to be bad, right? Because, again, guys, you can finish sixth in the SEC West, go 14 and 16, go on a run and win the national title. When it comes to the West, though, when it comes to the SEC, I think there are more proven commodities. There are ball clubs. I trust more. Bama's going to have to ride those power arms and ride that pitching staff. I just think a lot of change in Tuscaloosa that leads to a sixth-place finish in the West. Coming in at fifth, I've got Mississippi State. I think State's going to bounce back, guys. Chris Limonis is on a scorching hot seat going into this season, right? Like, if they have a poor start, if Mississippi State has a poor start, Chris Limonis could get the axe. Like, if they're 4-9, and 4-10, and 5-13, and 13, Mississippi State fans may say, you know what? We've seen enough. 
This is another program with, again, a very rich history and tradition. And to watch them last year, to be as bad as they were, was stunning, right? They've got, in my opinion, the best ballpark in the SEC. Like, they've got everything you need there to be successful. They've also got a guy named Dakota Jordan, right? When it comes to the teams below them, and a lot of people ask, why is Mississippi State ahead? They have got real star power in that lineup, and it starts with Dakota Jordan. The key for Mississippi State, just throw more strikes. Just don't walk, guys, right? Don't make life so difficult on your lineup where they got to score 10, 11, 12 runs a game. If Mississippi State can pitch at all, they've got the lineup to cause some noise, to be a force. I think Mississippi State will have a bounce back here. Of the two Mississippi schools, I'm going with the Bulldogs. I'm going with Chris Lamonis in a year where his back's against the wall. I do think Mississippi State will be much, much better this season. Coming in at number four in the West, I've got Texas A&M. Love what Jim Schlossnagel's doing, guys. I'm a big Schloss guy. Loved him when he was at TCU. Uh, I think he's doing great things, obviously, with the Texas A&M program. Big thing for them, pitching. They were abysmal last year in the mound, guys. I think they had an ERA and SEC play a little bit over seven. They're led, of course, by one of the best players in college baseball, Jace Lavalette. I don't even think enough people talk about this guy. He's a six foot six outfielder that can swipe, uh, swipe bases, that hits for power. I mean, he literally is a five tool player. Then you go out and you add Braden Montgomery, one of the best two way players in college baseball, one of the best overall hitters in college baseball. You know, we're at a place, it's so funny. You look back at the highlights. Braden Montgomery was hitting home runs against Texas AM last summer in the Stanford Regional. And now he's in the Texas A&M lineup, going to be launching home runs for the Aggies. So this is a club that is going to hit and hit and hit and hit. And they might have to hit and hit and hit some more because I just don't know what they're going to get from the pitching staff. This is a club that has Omaha potential. They're one of my Omaha eight. I've got Texas A&M in Omaha because I'm a huge believer in Jim Schlossnagel. Got to get the pitching figured out, but they are going to hit all freaking day. A&M, fourth in the West. Guys, coming in at third, this one's going to be a surprise. I've got the Auburn Tigers. I'm a believer in Butch Thompson. We do this same song and dance every single year where we underrate Auburn. They're not even in the preseason top 25. And every single year, we get to season's end, and Auburn is hosting a regional. Every single year. They need Jacob Gonzalez to pan out, right? The pitcher that's coming back from injury. They need him to be a certified dude in the bump for them. But Auburn, I just, I love what Butch Thompson's done. I, I, I believe in what Butch Thompson's done on the Plains. He's done a great job. Every year they're doubted. I don't think many people look at Auburn as like a, as like a baseball school, especially when you look at the other schools in the West. It's like, okay, Auburn likes baseball, but they're not Arkansas. They're not LSU. They're not Florida. They're not et cetera, et cetera. I think Auburn surprises some folks, man. I like Butch Thompson's club a lot. I've got Auburn finishing third in the West. Coming in at second in the SEC West. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've got the defending national champions, the LSU Tigers. How do you replace Paul Skeens? How do you replace Dylan Cruz? Guys, I understand LSU is loaded with talent. LSU is going to be fantastic. They're going to be great. Uh, you know, you've got arguably the best catching duo in college baseball returning. Uh, they've got dudes all over the lineup. They picked up great transfers yet again. Jay Johnson, you could argue on the baseball side of things, is the portal king. Uh, you've got Tommy Whiteback, who's one of the most lethal sluggers in college baseball. They've got a lefty ready to fill Paul Skeen's shoes. They're throwing 100. But it's one thing to say all of those things, right? It's one thing to sit here in the offseason, guys, in the SEC. Everybody throws hard. In the SEC, everybody can hit home runs. It's can you do it in those clutch moments? Can you come up big? Can you be the man when it matters most? That's what Dylan Cruz did. That's what Paul Skeens did. So LSU is going to be very, very talented. They're going to be one of the best teams in college baseball. I would expect this team to remain in the top 10 virtually all season long. But how do you replace those two guys? I'm not saying LSU can't do it. I'm not saying they can't, right? I just need to see it because it's not like you just lost some. Okay, they were they were solid pieces, a part of that national title run. They were the pieces. They were the guys that led that thing. I think it's going to be a great battle at the top of the SEC West, but I've got LSU in second, and coming in in first, winning the SEC West, I'm going with the Arkansas Razorbacks. And guys, the biggest difference between Arkansas and LSU it's that starting rotation and that pitching staff. Hagen Smith leading the way on Fridays. He's arguably the best ace in college baseball. Guys, they got Texas Tech Sunday guy, or excuse me, Friday guy in the transfer portal. He's their Sunday guy. This might be the best weekend rotation in the SEC. This might be the best in college baseball. I think the lineup is good enough. What Dave Van Horn's going to roll out there. You've got Kendall Diggs back. You've got Peyton Stovall. It's a veteran group. You've got your core group of leaders back. And again, your headline by Hagen Smith. It's arguably, guys, the best pitching staff in college baseball as a whole, by the way. I mentioned the weekend rotation, the entire pitching staff, though I think it could be the best in college baseball. I think this is arguably maybe the year of the hog, at least when it comes to winning the West. Do they win it all? You feel like it's got to happen at some point, right? Although we've said that every single year, it seems. But I like what Arkansas has. I believe in pitching, guys. I know it's all about offense, hitting 500-foot home runs, and I get that. But I believe in the pitching staff of Arkansas. I think that's going to be the difference. And, yes, I do think they're going to hit enough. But led by Hagen Smith, 
I think that pitching staff, they're going to win themselves a lot of ball games on Fridays. They're going to put themselves in a lot of favorable positions going into Saturday and Sunday. And I think Arkansas will finish first in the SEC West. Let's go over to the SEC East now. My predicted order to finish. Coming in at seventh, guys, I've got the Missouri Tigers, right? It's a new era at Missouri, brand new coaching staff. I think Mizzou, yet again, they're going to be that dangerous, you don't necessarily look forward to playing them team, right? We saw this early on last season. They went out in a tournament. I think they beat uh, beat a couple different teams in that tournament. They swept Tennessee last year, which was kind of the, the shocker of the SEC season. I won't be surprised if Missouri does something like that again, but I, I just think I don't know that Missouri is quite ready to compete, certainly with the big boys of the SEC, but compete in the SEC East. A lot of moving pieces, a lot of changing parts in Como. I think Mizzou finishes seventh, and I think they will more than likely be the worst team in the SEC this year. Coming in at sixth, I've got the Kentucky Wildcats. I've got Kentucky here. I know they were a super regional team last year, but again, guys, the East, it's very similar to the West, where it's like, okay, you want to move this team up, who are you bumping down? It's just so incredibly deep. There's so many great ball clubs. There's so many great coaches. There's so many great players. Somebody's got to finish down here. Again, I think Kentucky finishing in this sixth spot still very well could be a postseason team. I think they more than likely will sneak into the postseason, but I've got Kentucky in sixth. Lack that star power you need. They're led by a really great veteran catcher in Devin Burks. I think he's a really good player, but I I just wonder where does the production come from for Kentucky to keep up on a weekend in, weekend out basis at number five I've got the Georgia Bulldogs guys I love the hire of West Johnson in Athens I think Charlie Condone's one of the best players in college baseball I think the pitching staff of the dogs should be much better they did some work in the portal as well I think Georgia I'm actually buying into Georgia as a sneaky surprise team here don't think they're going to be great right don't think they're going to be great the schedule's brutal as is everyone's by the way uh but I like Georgia to surprise. I, I think they made a great move hiring Wes, Wes Johnson as their head coach. I think he's going to be – his impact's going to be felt really, really early on, guys. It's interesting in baseball to where, you know, I think each sport you kind of debate, okay, how much does the head coach really mean? But when it comes to managing that clubhouse, I'm not sure there's going to be many in the SEC than Wes Johnson, what he's able to do. Again, Charlie Condone, what does he do in his sophomore season? I think he's going to tear this league apart. I think Georgia will surprise. I think they finished fifth in the SEC East. Coming in at fourth, I've got the Vanderbilt Commodores, guys. I just don't know where the offense is going to come from. I I think Vandy's a really good team. I think the pitching staff is one of the best in the SEC. Can they hit enough? Can Vanderbilt hit enough? That's my question. Maybe I'm too low on Vandy. I think I'm going to get a lot of that from a lot of people. Maybe I'm too low on the Vanderbilt Commodores. I just, I don't know how they're going to hit enough. In, in a game that it's just, it's so offensive driven, guys. I think you've got to have an elite pitching staff to win it all. I think you've got to have an elite pitching staff to win titles because elite pitching will beat elite hitting at some point. But to win a lot of games, you need elite hitting. Like, that's what it's all about, guys. It's all about offense. If you can't score runs, if you can't hit, right, you're not going to have a lot of success. You look at that Vandy lineup, guys. I mean, it's just not a very power lineup. Now, they're going to fundamental you to death. Vanderbilt is going to fundamental you to death. No doubt. I have no doubts about that. But I just wonder where does the offense come from on a night-in, night-out basis. Coming in at third in the SEC East, I've got South Carolina. 
When it comes to the Gamecocks, hitting won't be a problem. When you play in a ballpark like Founders Park and you've got that lineup coming back, I thought Mark Kingston and company did a great job in the transfer portal, uh, addressing their needs, boosting their lineup, right? You lost some really big-time key pieces from a year ago, but the lineup should be one of the best in the SEC, guys, led by Ethan Petrie, one of the best players in college baseball. I would expect him, just like Charlie Condone. It's going to be fun to watch Charlie Condone and Ethan Petrie kind of battle for the for the home run crown over the next couple of years, right? Because I do think they're going to be two of those top guys. Like, watching those two last year go at it for freshman of the year or leading the, you know, breaking the freshman home run record, that was so much fun. But leading the way with Ethan Petrie, I think Cole Messina is a huge piece of this team, guys, not just because of what he did hit over 300 last year. I think it was 17 home runs over 60 RBI, but he is the heart and soul of this ball club. I think that's going to continue this year. I think you're going to see Cole Messina be a big part. The question I have for South Carolina, the reason I don't have them higher is the pitching staff. I think South Carolina, especially early, they're going to have to outslug people. I, I, you know, th there were rumors coming out over the weekend that maybe Matthew Becker tweaked something who was expected to be the Saturday guy. Maybe Roman Kimball is not going to be available early. Injuries in the pitching staff is not something South Carolina can afford. They're very deep with talent, there's no question. But talent's only half of the equation, guys. Figuring out roles, right? That's what you do in, in, in spring practice and early on in the season. Who's your closer? Who's your setup guy? What's your weekend rotation? Who's your midweek guys, et cetera? Losing those guys. And, and South Carolina, they just don't have that bona fide stud on Fridays, guys. I mean, I, I know that Eli Jones, he filled in nicely last year. But you look at him, he's just not – he's not that Friday guy. He's not a Paul Skeens. He's not a Hagen Smith. He's not what some of these other SEC teams are going to roll out there on every single weekend. I think if South Carolina is going to – you know, surprise even further, win the SEC East, make a run to Omaha. It's going to have to be on the backs of their offense because I don't trust this pitching staff. I think it's going to be a lower third of the SEC pitching staff. I think South Carolina will be very good, but I think the pitching staff could hold them back, maybe make them more of a middle-of-the-pack SEC team. I've got to see something from that pitching staff before I put more belief in the Gamecocks. Coming in at second in the SEC East, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's where some of y'all are going to get thrown off because coming in at second, I've got the Florida Gators led by Jack Caglione. Again, I, for my money, the best two-way player in college baseball, the best overall player in college baseball. I mean, what he does for that Gators club, man, hitting over 30 home runs, 
being the Sunday guy, and, and people want to say he wasn't very good pitching. Guys, you have a 4-5 ERA in the SEC as a starter. Like, that's pretty good. Like, there's some guys, there's a lot of pitchers only, right? We call them POs. There's a lot of POs that don't have a 4-5 ERA. This guy's also hitting tanks. And then rolling out there on Sunday, throwing 100 miles an hour, and nobody can seem to hit him. So, you know, led by Jack Caglin, they added Colby Shelton from the Alabama, uh, you know, from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Guys, this lineup is just power, 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 power. They're going to hit tons of home runs. It's a Kevin O'Sullivan uh, ball club, right? They're going to have pitcher after pitcher after pitcher throwing 97, 98, 99. It's going to be power arms, power in the lineup. Florida is going to be a fantastic club this year full of talent. But the team that I am expecting to surprise, my surprise team of the SEC, and finishing first in the SEC East, I've got the Tennessee Volunteers. Folks, I'm a believer in Tony Vitello. Guys, if I was starting a college baseball team or a college baseball program right now, and I could only have one coach, I had to pick one head coach to start my program, I'm going Tony Vitello. I just think, and he's one of those guys, you hate him if he's not on your side, and you love him if he's in your dugout. And there's a reason for that. He gets it, man, when it comes to resonating with players and relating to players and recruiting and the portal and, and what college baseball is about now. Tennessee guys, they're going to hit and hit and hit and hit. Got Drew Beam leading the pitching staff. I know you lose Chase Burns, but he wasn't great for them last year, right? I love Tennessee, man. I'm just, I'm a huge believer in Tony Botello. I'm a huge believer in Tony Botello, what he's doing, what he's done in Knoxville. You know, Tennessee was the talk of college baseball two years ago. Probably the best regular season team we've ever seen. Then last year, got humbled a little bit, but still, I would call Tennessee elite. I think they're going to be elite yet again. I think they're going to have just enough. I think Tennessee is going to surprise. I think they're going to take that next step this year. I've got the Tennessee Volunteers finishing first and winning the SEC East. So, again, guys, really quickly running through my picks in the West. I've got Ole Miss 7th, Bama 6th, Mississippi State 5th, Texas A&M 4th, Auburn 3rd, LSU 2nd, and Arkansas 1st. And in the East, I've got Missouri 7th. Kentucky 6th, Georgia 5th, Vandy 4th, South Carolina 3rd, Florida 2nd, and Tennessee 1st. We'd love to hear from you. Drop your predictions in the comments, guys. How do you feel the SEC is going to play out this year on the diamond?